Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, everybody. Hey, what is going on? It's Martini again, and this is another episode with a guest. All right. No Married at First Sight this week. It's all right. We'll get back to it. But um, we have a special guest today, and we're going to be talking about, uh, well, let's introduce the uh, episode first. So episode 49, Submission and Inequalities in Relationships, Normalize or Patronize. All right, and we have a special guest. Her name is Nani. How you doing, Nani? Hey, Martini. I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Looking forward to our discussion today, definitely. All right, cool, awesome. And thank you for uh, being on. I, I've seen for the last couple of days that you've gone on lives and your recent posts have all have been all about this subject matter. So uh, why has this suddenly been heavy on your heart with the submission and inequalities in relationships? I think, Martini, if I have to be, and I always like to be very honest about this, is I have made mistakes as we have in the past. And I reflected over those mistakes, highlighted where I've gone wrong in some of the areas of my life and really taken it back to an, like an inherent nature um core of those mistakes and i see a lot of young females in today's generations in today's society um, make mistakes that are quite easily avoidable with different narratives and better examples so i thought look i can't be timid anymore i can't quieten my own um, views and beliefs in this and i've started to drive towards um a different type of voice all right. Yeah, because um, I remember uh, reaching out to you after seeing a couple of your posts. And uh, one thing that you uh, said to me was, I think more females need to hear from females that it's OK to not be the female uh, archetype that we've been molded to be. So what did you mean by that? So I think we have to. And I make no disrespect to mod, um the origins of feminism mm -hmm. but it has manifested into something that isn't what it originally was uh, I in my workplace you would once drive for being the top of the workplace I reached managerial positions I uh, beat a lot of my male counterparts and I naturally took that competitive nature into a lot of my workplace situations as a result that masculine energy in me became natural and I took that home as well um, unfortunately that need to overpower and to dominate conversations and, and win conversations was a lot of the reasons why my um, ex-partner uh, stepped back from um, being in his true glory and his true nature um, and, and I've got many examples of those things but I see so many females now uh, stepping too much into the masculine side of their natures and I'm not saying that that's wrong there's a time and place for that but if you are wanting to be in a successful relationship with a man who well and truly deserves that stance we need to adapt a more submissive um, approach for that when we're at home. And again, people look at submission as a bad thing. I look at it as a term of support 
because you are stepping back from that role for someone who is better suited for it. So, yeah, please elaborate. What does submission mean to you? So submission to me is identifying your value inside of a relationship. So, um, for example, I will choose a, a male that is typically enough male who by default is strong enough in, in to, uh, certain decisions. Uh, I, because I became from a, like a drive for equality type of space, I would always try and challenge him and not support him. And as a result, they caused conflict inside of our relationship, inside of pretty much everything that we did, when in actuality, he was better suited for certain types of decisions, uh, specifically logical decisions and ones that were needed uh, that they were quite significant decisions uh, for the outcomes of our relationship. And he was honestly better suited for them. But because my nature um, had adapted so much of these masculine traits, I would cause a lot of conflict between each other. Little did I realize that, you know, it's actually healthy for us to step back and support each other because we've chosen these people. Um, there is nothing wrong with taking the, the step back in leave of somebody who is uh, better adequate, uh, sorry, sorry, more adequate to make those types of decisions and lead. And I didn't give my ex-partner the opportunity to lead when he was rightfully good at it. So when you said like challenge, um, did you just do it just to see if he was up to the task? Partly, yes. Um, I think... Yes, I would challenge him because I didn't think he was up to the task because mm -hmm. I hadn't grown from my own um, past pains and I hadn't unpacked where the core of my pains had come from. Mm. And essentially, it wasn't to trust males. Mm. Uh, and obviously, I was influenced a lot about from the narratives that we see today. Um, you know, drive for equality. Um, you can do everything that a man can do. Um, and so I used to challenge that I used to try and make sure that he could I, I never used to fully support him and as you know in a ebb and flow type of scenario when you're with a partner you should be supporting them you've chosen them uh, they should recognize your value inside of a relationship too and support you also so I was messing with the natural flow of a, a very good relationship because this man was a good man um, so I don't ever want to misplace um, accountability or put blame on anyone else. Um, I didn't recognize those inherent values that he had and I brought to the fore um, for the sake of competition values that I wasn't the best at and that's the reality of it. It's funny that you, you talk about uh, feminine energy and masculine energy because I saw a uh, I saw a meme on uh, actually uh, Instagram no a video actually mm -hmm. And it it was put so simply that I was like, wow, this is exactly what they're talking about. And um, it was it was just this woman talking about how um, when she would talk to some men and she wasn't feeling it, she would say, oh, man, you know, that guy's too nice. And that and her mm. friends would be like, well, too, too nice. What do you mean too nice? What do you want somebody mean? And she's like, no, 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 it's not. I want somebody mean. It's more so that. She wanted someone who was dominant in his masculine energy that was more 
dominant than her masculine energy so her feminine energy can come out and mm. and i was like wow that was i was so uh taken aback by that but so appreciative of that aspect i because I, I never noticed it before because of course you know for me being a guy i would always see it very surface level like oh all women just want bad boys and leave the nice guys to finish last do you uh mm. agree with that the male needs to have more masculine energy than the female i believe it is based on your nucleus so um so when I say nucleus, you first have to identify who you truly are, mm. and then you find your uh, person who complements you. So um, I think we really need to firstly look at ourselves, uh, take accountability for who we are, what nature we live in, and where we are best suited for in our nature. So that has nothing to do with feminism. That has nothing to do with um, you know, listening to the influences or the noise of the world today. It's inherently who you are and what makes you happy. Um, for example, <clears throat> I had to sit down, literally write this out. I love being kind. I love caring. I love nurturing. And these aren't things that others are telling me. Though now that I've researched it, it seems to be a common suggestion for females to be loving and nurturing and caring mm. um before looking at any of that i wrote those down for myself and that is my feminine aura or my feminine energy that i have in a relationship um and i will then search for a man who would want something similar to or who would want something like that he may be masculine he may be very um profound in, in what he knows and wants inside of a relationship he may be very logical um, and decisive, and he may look for his counter, you know, his peace, and that may be someone that has my qualities. So I think, yes, absolutely, understanding what type of masculine and feminine energy you have yourself, and I, and I want to say this, it's okay for a man to have feminine qualities as long as you know what you have and what you're looking for inside of a relationship with someone else. But in general, because I see a lot of young girls as well definitely going out for the bad boy, um it isn't just that uh, i think once you mature into yourself and into knowing what it is that you want you recognize that there's more masculine or masculinity um that you are looking for and that can sometimes just be a man that shows up behind the words he fronts his uh words with the actions that he does um and that isn't always a bad boy uh for example um I know a man who, he's not a bad boy. He's just a hard-working man. He's a trader uh, by day, and he drives trucks um, part-time as well. And he is very masculine, but he's not a bad boy. The reason he's masculine is he says what he says, and he follows that up with action. I 100% um, believe that identifying first your own energies, then discussing with the person that you've come in contact with and the chemistry you have, and understanding their value, and whether they complement each other. No, that that's that's great to hear. <laughs> because sometimes I do worry, because again, uh, after this episode, actually, I'm going to go on maybe like a five to six episode run of just being very introspective and letting my audience mm -hmm. know about who I am and all that stuff. And, and again, just like you said, how you, how you were doing research on yourself about who you are and what you want. And, um, I'm I was doing the exact same thing and I'm going to uh, document mm -hmm. it as well. And it is just very interesting because when I 
when I uh, saw that video about that woman and she was talking about, you know, masculine energy and feminine energy, I was like, man, like, do I need to like, what do I need to do to get that, to get to like masculine energy? And I, and I'm not uh, ashamed to say that too. I started, I started uh, Googling things like, Oh, how do, how to attain masculine energy? Cause I was like, do I need to become this, this other being to be accepted or can I just be me? And um, yeah. I'm glad that you said what you said. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. And um, I think, I think like I love being a female. I love fellow females that are out here doing the best um, and being leading by good examples for, for our generations to come of females. Because if I'm being blank, like blankly honest, I believe that we're headed in the wrong direction mm. um, in terms of our energy, in terms of uh, how we're showing up, in terms of, uh, and, and this is purely logical, it's void of emotion, but our selection process. So why would anyone select someone who who clearly is trying to override them, who clearly uh, doesn't support any of their views, viewpoints, who clearly um, shows up wanting to share herself with everyone else except him. So um, that, that's my perspective. I know everyone everyone is entitled to their own. Um, but in saying that, we this society hasn't given men the space to initiate themselves in their masculine uh, their masculinity does that make sense like because women are so driven now for equality because women are so competitive in the spaces that men uh, typically dominate um men haven't had to or, or a lot of men haven't had to show up in their masculine space or haven't had to lead in their alpha um as an alpha and, and being an alpha because those spaces are taken up uh, because they're, they're actually degraded for it. They are uh, demonized for it. So for example, um, let's just look at our societal structure now. Uh, single parenthood, uh, females have the bias. Uh, victimhood, uh, like abuse inside a relationship, females still have the bias. So I'm not saying men go out and do that and that, that is fine but there are clear narratives that don't support men being masculine and making firm choices. Um, and women are clearly jumping on top of that. And again, that's such a huge topic to unpack because I absolutely understand the foundations and the origins of feminism. Um, but modern day feminists, you can't, you can't claim oppression by being an oppressor. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It, and, it does actually. <laughs> Yeah, and in direct comparison, you can't demand the alpha out of a male when you aren't giving him the space to be one. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that that's a big thing because uh, yeah, women will well some some women will try to uh, yeah just just take over and then they look at their man like what like what are you even doing here and I'm like what <laughs> it's like if well if you would just yeah. calm down for a second i will be able to like lead or something like that or or yeah. or they direct their man you know like okay i I, need, I want you to do this or whatever do act do whatever activity but then tell him how to do said activity well you gave him the mm. you gave him the job let him do it <laughs> you know so yeah uh, yeah I, I saw in your uh, ig post a couple days ago that said uh well, just like you said here, inequalities and submissions are strengths. So um, mm -hmm. why do you feel that women 
are now against submission and why do you feel it has such a negative connotation um i think like um as mentioned before feminism now is let's strive for equality 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 submission is clearly in opposition of equality because to submit means you submit to the idea of someone else and in this situation your partner mm. um and we're talking about a heterosexual couple um being the one that is better suited for a decision um i believe though that there's nothing wrong with knowing your value their value and being like you're right my man is just better suited at that decision he makes clear decisive decisions uh, I'm going to let him lead with that and I will support him 100 percent um everybody man female everyone naturally performs better when they know that their back is supported when they know that their nucleus has their back um because you know they're not internally fighting their own nucleus in order to achieve something they know that they're moving forward into their decision with the full support of their partner um and as I say, this, this, the dynamics of relationships will work differently. You'll get to know your partner, you know what they are good at, and so you should by default be supporting them into those decisions. And that is healthy submission. It's not wrong to step back and say, okay, I'm going to take leave of this decision now. My man or, you know, my woman, if you're in a um, homosexual relationship and, and your female has the masculine energy, that they are better suited for that decision. And submission is not unhealthy. I, in fact, um, encourage it because if you are well aware of who you are and who they are, there's nothing wrong with submission. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I remember, uh, I forget which post that I saw this on. Oh, no, it, that's right. It was during the uh, inequalities and in submissions or strength. It was, it was on yours. And you said that... Uh, Except, accepting we are not equal inside a relationship is not weakness submission when it takes leave for a better direction from the one who is stronger in a certain dynamic is not a cop out you are in mm -hmm. fact understanding your unique value in your relationship and the value of your partner it's 100% okay to support your partner and when I heard that it, it just reminded me of um uh, Chris Rock's uh, special, Tambourine. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. I think I know the one, yes. So, Sorry, continues. I think I know that one. Yeah, so it, it was interesting because I remember um, I took a transcript from uh, from this a website called scrapsfromtheloft.com and he mm. says, there is, no there is no equality in a relationship. It's like, we're equals. No, we're not. We're both here to serve. You are in the service industry, okay? That's right. When you're in a relationship, you're in a band. You're in a fucking band. And when you're in a band, mm. you have roles to play in that band. Sometimes you sing lead, and sometimes you're on the tambourine. And if you're on the tambourine, play it right. Play it with a fucking smile, because nobody wants to see a mad tambourine player. If you're going to play tambourine, play that motherfucker right. So it just right. it just reminded me of uh that uh well that well not joke but that passage when you were talking about there there are some things that one partner is good at and the other isn't so let them do that if they're good at it yeah absolutely and um we don't have to make ground changing movements to be good in relationships 
mm-hmm. um, I feel that it is exactly that. It's showing up in your presence with 100% knowing of who you are and playing that part well. And that's not always going to be the um, current modern-day archetype of what a strong, independent woman is. It just isn't. And take it from me, I, I have been very successful in my business career. I've made over six figures. I've, I've done very well that way. I was termed and you know the archetype female for females but that didn't help me in my life goals that didn't help me in my relationship um and I didn't play the role of a partner well enough and I'm not saying my partner ex-partner always wanted me to be submissive no he respected who I was and what I valued um but I wasn't answering his value as well um, I was, you know, I was so competitive. I was driven for everything and I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to take leave. I'm not going to submit to what you're saying. I'm not even going to trust what you're saying. And, and and these are the things that we need to be aware that we're being influenced by. And those influences can come from anywhere. But sorry, I'm going off topic. Um, yes, it is really, it is such a huge tool to sit down and reflect on yourself. A lot of things will be uncomfortable but we have to go through it. I mean, nothing comes from being comfortable, right? You have to be uncomfortable in order to settle where things should be. Um, and I, I relate your value and the dynamics in the relationships to the ebb and flow. Um, that isn't always equal. The tide is not always going to be equal to the sand. You're, you know, you're going to come up, you're going to go down, but you're going to flow together. And a huge part of that success, I believe, is understanding your own dynamics and the dynamics of your partner. And I know that I'm very feminine and I am more successful when I'm in my feminine nature. And for me, that naturally answers a masculine um, or an alpha type of male. What does inequality mean to you and what are some of your inequalities? Um, I'll, because I know, okay, I'm, I'm going to come from a place of, I've recently been dragged quite heavily by feminists. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so I'm going to so lead from the female um, side of what I know, and that's the only thing I logically can actually account for. Sure. Um, I am not equal to a male because I can't actually um, physically complete some of the tasks at what. Um, my the men, the men that I've been in a relationship with can do. That's uh, that's never going to be equal. Um, he will never be able to carry a child. That's never going to be equal. Um, I am by default more nurturing, caring, emotionally driven than what he is. That's never going to be equal. He um, and these are so the relationships that I have been in. All of the men have had these traits. He's more logical and clear with thoughts when something is quite heavily stressful. That's just literally something I'm not equally good at. Um, And that's what I mean. Those inequalities Mm -hmm. are not bad. If my man is absolutely assertive, determined, um, and shows up in that space of making really good decisions in a, uh, say, for example, when COVID hit, then 100% I'm not equal to him. I will step back and let him make those decisions. If we were nurturing um, a child or, you know, an animal and he um, just doesn't have the patience for it, um, he doesn't understand an emotional need of someone, I do. He is not equal to me. I am better in this position. And accepting that and understanding it and, and 
deciding that for yourself with your nucleus is beautiful like inequalities are beautiful and um i feel that we like i say our modern day feminism we're driving for equality 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 um narratives that show up today like well if he can do it i can do it um it, we actually get demonized from our fellow females for saying well no i can't or for stepping back and and uh, being honest with who we are and saying, well, I don't actually want to be that. Um, and even that, it, it quietens our voice of reason because we're so demonized for not showing up in the space that we should be now. So that's what I mean. Like I've been completely dragged for some of the posts that I've done um, because I am not being a strong, independent woman or apparently not. Uh, can you share some of those things that they have said to you? Yeah, definitely. So um, I did a just a Instagram story about, um, you know, I hope that females of this generation um, actually sit back and take heed of what's happening now. Uh, this And this is statistical information. This isn't something I'm making up. Um, you can go look, uh, people can go look at four look for it themselves it's happening in america it's happening in many of the western countries divorce rates are high um the amount of people who are choosing to remain single are high um from my recent research i've now seen that there is a lot of movement for men now to oppose uh, a lot of the female narratives so yes. we're going in opposite directions um which is only going to cause the population of our whole society we, we need to logically think about it anyway going back to the point sorry i'm talking um i put a post up saying that young females of today uh need to start answering themselves first and then the, their nucleus so their own nature their own uh, feminine energy or masculine energy whatever it is understanding that and then understanding their partner and then quiet um quietening the noise of the world and understanding how those dynamics work together and sometimes and most of the times you are not equal and in a lot of situations where inequality presents itself you're going to have to submit to the party that is better suited for those decisions now uh i said that you know casual live wasn't putting it out to world to the world wasn't trying to make this huge statement mm -hmm. it got shared on um and i won't use names but a person's platform who has uh i think six hundred and thirty nine thousand followers wow um and as a result i just got dragged for it you know like you go against everything that the that feminism has stood for um and the equality that we've driven for um by suggesting that these girls now submit and give all that up so i got a lot of messages like that um like clearly you haven't um lived as a successful woman in your life and these are people that are speculating who had no idea of who i was and where i came from right um and and that's what i mean like we some women are actually demonized from our fellow women for wanting to be good partners wow so I, I know I've had a lot of conversations with men that are like, you know, women are out here. And I'm like, sometimes these women are out here because if they're not, they're demonized. They're, they're like dragged. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, let's just quieten the noise. Whoever you are, you and your partner need to discuss what your value is. And that's where it's at. Recognize your feminine and your masculine energy and how that complements each other. Fuck the rest. 
shut out everyone else because the influencers now are headed in the opposite direction. Wow. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. The reason why I asked that because uh, I remember a couple of months ago, uh, uh, Jeannie Mai from the talk show The Real. There you go. I, I always mix those up. Uh, she um, recently got married to uh, a rapper, Young Jeezy, and she said that um, she was willing to uh, submit to her man, and she got dragged as well uh, through, like, the mud. Like, what do you mean? I can't believe this. What would you do this for? And she said, um, she said, I want to submit to my man. When I hear this definition, submitting has a negative connotation. It means that you are less important, you are lower than that person that you're submitting to. It can you it usually can be like, you know, referenced as somebody who works lower than you, and that's not what I'm referring to here. I'm a very dominant woman. I own my business, I lead my teams, I played my own manager, my own publicist, my own lawyer when I didn't have money to have those people. So I make decisions in my life. Adding, uh, uh, I make decisions in my life. When I come home, I like the idea that my man leads us. Um, that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean in the case Jay makes all the decisions for us. That doesn't mean that when he says, "How are you spending your money? When are we moving?" and I and I just say, "Yes, sir," or "Yes, your honor." No, it's not that. I think that we do best here. And I want to do this. He makes the decision. He formulates it with our overall vision. And he leads us. And I like to submit to that. That's what she says. I've got nothing but respect for that. 100%. And, and that's, you know, that's the choice that she's made. And she clearly has presented herself and her own actions by the success that she has had. So who's anyone else to, to question that, you know? Mm -hmm. For sake of propaganda, for sake of a political statement. No, I, I'm, you know, I'm the dominant and I bring the bread and butter home as well. Like, what is the point? Because at the end of the day, you're not living at home with all these people that sh are trying to drive your narrative. You're at home with your partner and that partner will see you to, through to your end of days. That is what you, that is what you are working to live for, not everyone else. Right. Um, and I got nothing but respect for that. Um, if, if I may, um introduce this topic as well so yes submission and inequality um like you say she was dragged for it i've been really dragged for it too um people are weaponizing others to go against each other so i see the men's improvement act i see the uprising of men saying we are no longer accepting this behavior from females you either show up in your best game and you be a 10 and i'll be a 10 and that's all we'll accept I see that moving that way. I see women showing up being like, well, if you can sleep with 100 men, I can sleep with 100 men. If you can earn six figures, I can earn six figures, you know? Mm -hmm. Let's drive for this equality. And, and they're going one way. I really feel the discussion needs to be had, starting with these little subtopics or byproduct topics of the thing that's most concerning. People are going in the opposite direction for the sake of being woke. Does that make sense? Yes, yeah. Um, I I know that uh, one uh, topic that I'll probably uh, go in another uh, episode is uh, MGTOW. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, men going their own way. 
So that was a, that was a very big uh, thing that's been going on for a while now. Uh, and yeah, they're like, you know what? This is not even worth it. I'm not dealing with any women or whatever. I'm just going to focus on myself and just live my life. Like that that's a uh, movement that I've been seeing that's been going on. And, and I, I get, get why they're protecting their sense of self. They're protecting who they are because the, the option, and again, I, rem, I remove emotion from the statement, the pull in which they have to choose from in both female and men isn't attractive. That comes with condition. That comes with, um, you know, having to submit to what they want or having to submit to who I should be driving to be. Um, and so, I mean, it's great, you know, go off, be, um, go into your self-growth, learn who you are, don't stand for bad behavior, that should never be the exception, but don't weaponize these movements against each other because that's, we're going to have a, a generation of a lot of single and solo parents, a lot of children out of um, homes that don't have the male, uh, sorry, the the feminine and the masculine energy present and I I actually will state this and I had a really good chat with my ex-partner ex and that's a thing we are on really good terms and the way of speaking about this but that's good it's going to be its own type of yeah definitely I I'm all for self-growth and taking accountability for things that I've done wrong um but uh it's going to be its own type of epidemic where the government is actually going to have to support a lot of these solo parents and we need to start looking towards that. Sometimes marriage is purely functional and you just have to work your shit out. You know, the grass is greener where you water the damn shit. Um, so marriage is functional and that was seen through COVID. So divorce rates were skyrocketing, right, for the last 10 years. The 2020 statistics showed more marriages staying together than it has in the last 10 years. And again, I think that's because it was functional marriage was required people were losing jobs they had to support on each other again and it may not have been the best circumstances yes he may not have been meeting your emotional needs yes she may not have been meeting your sexual needs but the the reality is to survive in today's society that unit is still the strongest the traditional unit of you know wife wife husband wife husband husband whatever that is that is still the strongest unit that will survive and I think people are getting too caught up in, yeah, you're right. You know, we should be driving for equality or, you know, let's not take accountability and let's leave these women high and dry. Um, cool. Understand that this is the society that we are now building. And I think, again, breaking it down to the, the core values, inequalities, submissions. Who are you? Are you feminine? Are you masculine? And how do you show up in these spaces? And then don't give a fuck about what anyone else says. Sorry for the swearing. It's just you and your core. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so uh, what type of man will you be going for next time or looking for next time now that you've experienced this? Um, I've always, always been attracted to the alpha male, and that's not necessarily the bad boy. That is someone who will take a stance and follow it with action. Um. What I will be different, um, so it will be the same type of man that I've always been attracted to. I I don't have a, uh, an ethnic preference. I really don't. I've liked short men, tall men, fat men, fat men, skinny men, muscly men. You know, I've, I've been attracted to all of them. I find attraction 
in Detroit. Um, what was I going to say? I will be more so working on myself rather than thinking that there's anything wrong with the person that I am because they are. Because the person I choose, I will support. And I will have gotten to know that person well enough to know that they are more than fit to make decisions. And I mean, they're human. Sometimes they will make mistakes. I will, mistakes, I will still support them instead of dragging them for the incorrect choices and believing that I'm just better in these areas than what they are. So if anything, the same exact man that I was always attracted to, it's now my own perspective and um, acknowledging my own value and not overriding these, but working more on the ebb and flow of it. That's awesome. Like, um, I'm, I'm really proud that you've uh, gotten to that point where you know exactly what you need and hopefully, you know, you just won't, like, falter again in, like, in your past things. Like, you know exactly what you want and you're like, okay, this is it. And you'll look, you'll look inward and say, okay, I'm, I'm being true to myself and like you said just go with the ebb and flow of things that's that's really good definitely (laughs) no but that's great all right so i mean i mean that's pretty much all the questions that i have i mean do you want to uh shout out your uh poetry page sure thank you for that opportunity so um it's leaf l-e-e-f underscore poetry underscore um xx um predominantly was a poetry page um have transformed it now into more of a rebirth and reformation page, which acknowledges a lot of the topics we've discussed today. So thank you very much for having me, Martini. I thoroughly appreciate the opportunity. That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is TinkPodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.